1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
0: FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan.
1: So before we kind of get into like the nitty gritty of the company, what I really want to know is what did it feel like to see Kim Kardashian wearing your <laughs> outfit? <eyebrows? laughs>
0: it's amazing because obviously she's she's so beautiful. So to see somebody that beautiful in something you create, it obviously is, it's, it's amazing, you know, because... She is so famous. She's so huge. She's so beautiful that it is it is the end goal. You know, that's exactly what you want it to look like. So it was super exciting.
1: Of course, did you reach out to her or anything after and be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> well,
0: I did say a thank you. Obviously, yeah. I did. Like, and anyone that I, I, you know, the connections of people that would have been involved, I made sure to, you know, chase them and say thank you immediately. So yeah, I didn't get a reply, but it was like I talked to people and it was, you know, it
1: was cool. Of course, yeah, no, it was unreal. Cause um I um I was having a scan of some of the items you have up online and one of the things that stood out to me that I know that I said to you is that in your about us it says that the brand is heavily built on galaxies and planets.
0: Yes, even the logo. Yeah that sense the logo being a planet. Um I think it was more you know like the wellness and I think when I was starting Reuben Avenue, I'm so heavily influenced by the future and how you know, everything's going forward. And yes, I'm influenced by the past and, you know, traditions, but the future really excites me. And I think all these kind of developments where it be, you know, the brand is gender free and these kind of developments as going forward. So I'm always kind of keeping an eye on what's next, what's coming up. And it does influence a lot of, you know, what I design and how I do it and the website and what stuff looks like, even down colours or anything like that. So, yeah, and I'm a bit of a, a space nerd.
1: That's okay. So, w- would you know then about this whole Harvest Moon that's happening at the minute? I
0: well, <laughs> I know there is a Harvest Moon. What, what, I don't know. What,
1: what does it even mean? A
0: harvest Moon. Yeah. I, I don't know. Moon cycles. Isn't it at the end of end of chapters? Like a new moon, as far as I know, is new beginnings. But I know this one's quite exciting.
1: I, I, I don't know. know. I, think it's I don't an know. Aries
0: moon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's mad because like it just feels like I feel like the mood is now the moon is now becoming trendy though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, there's loads. Even the apps. Have you seen all the apps like no. CoStar apps, <laughs> different apps like coming onto phones? You know, you can. Yeah. They're like astrology, and you know, it's all about the moon cycles, and you know, so many people with the whole kind of spiritual movement, like between yogis and people checking their horoscopes and predictions, and yeah, there's tons about the moon actually.
1: Um, yeah, because yeah. I know that when the blood moon came out, you made people that were like, oh, I'm just being a bit crazy <laughs> because of the moon. I'm like, no, you're literally just using it as an excuse because you are being rude.
0: <laughs> like, it does affect people, right? Does it? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I, so, the full moon.
1: I don't know. Maybe you're it does. You're not affected. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I probably am, and I don't even realize. <laughs> so on this whole thing of being gender-free, But yeah. like, did you deliberately do that when you brought the brand out?
0: Yeah, I did. And I think it's a lot of people have seen it as... You know, I said it to people initially two years ago and they were obviously horrified. And They'd said, you know, well, you know, why would a man want to wear a skirt? And it's like, it's not about, you know, changing genders. It's just to have another option. Hmm. You know, that, like that marketing, like obviously... Obviously, clothes are marketed so heavily towards, you know, their female garments. And that's kind of a niche marketing plan for people to target. Like what we know now is Facebook ads. Marketing have been doing that for years. So advertising, etc. They target a certain body type, a shape, all that kind of niche targeting. So gender free, obviously, in another way. Yes, it is targeting a new audience, but it's also an organically growing audience. So the gender free. As I kinda saw there was like a whole movement in Asia where it's like twinning where it was like guys and girls are wearing the same clothes. I was in Korea years ago. I remember going through the airport and there was a whole family and it was like mother, father and two kids, and they all had a white polo shirt on and navy chinos. And I just thought, This is the future. Like it was it was so full on and I just thought it's very cool. But it but you know, why not wear it, you know? Trousers, trousers, t shirts, t shirts
1: course. Yeah, no, But well, with, with the way things are moving now anyway, I feel like now more than ever, people can relate to us.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think this is a huge shift. I think like culturally it's it shifted. And I think as well how people wear clothes has changed so much. So, you know, the formality and, you know, I suppose in Dublin, especially there was, you know, going out clothes or there was, you know, years ago there was Sunday clothes. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, all this kind of a certain shoe to get into a bar and all this, you know, all these kind of. I suppose, rules and restrictions. And I think now with everyone does, so many more people working from home or or, you know, traveling and working and, you know, there's bloggers and influencers, which is now a completely viable profession and they keep traveling and they're going amazing places, yet they still have to keep up with everything. And still, there's people like those massive corporate companies now have shifted people and tech companies. So I think how we wear clothes is different. So it means trying to find that balance of you know something that's accessible that's also chic and nice and luxurious and can work across your busy schedule you know yeah sure. so that's, that
1: was that's kind of like what's that term um just because often i would be youtubing things like this i think it's called like a capsule wardrobe. capsule collection yeah so is that yeah. just where like you just have your basics that you kind of control into different styles or well it? i
0: think i think capsule is more of a a load of garments that work together. You could say this is my basic okay. one where you say I have like two t-shirts, a top jeans, whatever, and the color palette kind of works together. And that capsule collection means you could chuck it in your bag and it'll work no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. I think Ruben Avenue, I wanted it to be, you know, obviously it's defined by the fabric. And I there is a whole, I did want it to be biodegradable. I do want everything to not have any impact. I don't want any synthetic fibers. I, I want it to be as natural as possible. And that's kind of what the, the ethos of the brand You know to move towards that everything's shifting towards that anyway with wellness and health and sustainability and ethical production so i wanted to do all of those things from the Mm get-go so i think as a capsule collection probably not because some of the pieces are you know there is a full spectrum of you know full-on silk looks that are very ready for new york fashion week or there's other ones that are really relaxed or you know i think there's a there's something there that's wearable but all of the pieces are I suppose smart enough that you could wear out to dinner you could lounge around in a hotel. Because mm-hmm. the whole idea of Reuben Avenue initially, I wanted it to be like a luxury lounge wear. And I suppose to have that kind of, you know, you could go because I was traveling so much for work that I thought it would be great if I had something that I could wear on a plane and I could still get off a plane and go to dinner and still not have to go to a hotel and get changed and then not have to get changed again to chill out for two hours. And then, you know, like kind of just mm-hmm. have one thing to take me from. Dublin to a flight to like a meeting to dinner and just something that worked for the whole day. So that was the initial inspiration. That's how like the first couple of pieces came about.
1: Okay. And then you're saying there how it's sustainable fashion. And obviously I know this is kind of like on the rise now, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Is it on the rise or is it actually quite solid? You know, there's big brands that are kind of moved to sustainability. Um, Sustainability obviously is just being conscious to not damage things you know and to, to mm-hmm. close loop sustainability means that you know there's no there's no reason to damage things you know and that's what we're seeing you know with like forestation and everything deforestation and like the Amazon the ocean and how everything's just getting wrecked there's no need for that to happen you know. Yeah.
1: Now of course that, that, yeah. was, that was scary what happened with Amazon wasn't it? It's crazy it's bonkers. Is, is that still when going on, on or has it stopped? I stops? don't know but like you <laughs> see the
0: whole place on in, in flames and it's like you know Notre Dame burned and there was millions struck out and everyone talked about it. Now like half the Amazon is on fire and you know why is it not why is it not the same push to actually get that solved? Yeah no? No,
1: of course 100 percent. And you're chatting about Korea there a couple of minutes ago. you're heading over to Korea. Uh,
0: Tokyo. Oh sorry Tokyo, yeah, yeah. Tokyo, no, I go Tokyo yes. next month um to it's actually Tokyo, it's Amazon Fashion Week in Tokyo next month. So as part of I was actually Ruben Amity was in Scale and Kilkenny design store for this month, which has been amazing. It's been really good. And as part of the DC COI, they take a group of designers out to Tokyo for Amazon Fashion Week. And I'm one of the designers that's gonna be there. So that's exciting. And obviously to go, you know, be able to tap into a, a new market. And lots of Ruben Abu is inspired by Tokyo or not by Tokyo itself, but more Japanese mm-hmm. kimonos and linen. And uh, like there's new pieces coming out that are from Doshis that are kind of like sleepwear. So it's these they're tie on sleepwear. So they're no elastic and they allow, you know, comfortable sleep so it would be nice i'm really excited about it and only i only found out last week so i don't really know the ins and outs just yet
1: okay so how did you find out i know we we're chatting about this before you came on but how did you find breaking out of ireland because i feel like that's it, it is it's a tough thing though is it not for for irish brands to break out a little bit
0: yeah i think i think with social media and those kind of things it is very possible you know i think you just have to go and visit the other markets and territories and make connections as you would here i think like for any market or any any industry i think you know if you want to i don't know yeah if you want to do you kind of have to go and see what's out there you actually have to do a trip you have to do a market research like if you if you're going to work with a factory like ruben avenue is produced here but in the past i have worked with other factories in other countries but for that to happen you have to go and visit the factory you have to see what's going on you have to make contact um you have to see it so i think being able to I suppose eventually, you know, Ruben Avenue is stocked at the moment between Abu Dhabi, L.A., here. So each of those places I have visited in the last year. Or so I think it's I think it's more just to get out there and you know, there's there's a want, you know. So yeah, let's yeah just, just go go, get go us. see them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and what what direction do you think um, fashion's moving towards now? Because I know the trends are. I feel like. This could just be made but I feel like with this whole kind of new style that's coming out, it's something that could be here for a very long time. Whereas before it was almost like fast fashion trends.
0: Yeah, it's funny you say like fast fashion was a trend. I think now it's sustainability, slow fashion. And that like artisanal approach to things where, you know, to consciously make something that will last. And obviously to buy less and to invest more in the pieces that you buy, which means you get better products that last longer and they look better and if you have natural fiber and natural fabric it means they are it's back to being special pieces but i think as a trend i think where is it going to i see at the moment i see lots of comfortable things you know like it seems like kind of people are are comfortable and cool there's lots there is that kind of sportswear element still there but it looks a lot chicer at the moment so it is kind of you know it's it's definitely. I think sportswear is a big thing at the moment, and I kind of comfortable that like loose, kind of loose fittings, like silhouette is coming through as well. Yeah. Um
1: Which to me is like the best thing ever because <laughs> I'm like I was that girl that went out in Converse for years while everyone else is in heels, and I'm like, thank God it's finally trending now. In. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone's listening, because I feel like your your range is quite quirky, and if. If anyone's kind of listening and they're like, oh, like they're struggling to find their fashion identity. Is there any tips do you give to them?
0: God, I don't know, because it's so eclectic. I just think it's so individual, like getting getting dressed is like it's the most personal thing you do every day. It's the mm-hmm. first thing you do when you get up. So to choose whatever you put on is obviously a reflection of how you feel. It's, you know, it's whether people are body conscious or if they're comfortable or, you know, how you're feeling in general. So. I don't know, I think be comfortable is the main thing. I think that's the thing There's lots of societal pushes on. As I say, like those old kind of rules where you had to wear shoes to go drink cocktails, it's like they're just bizarre, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like I think it's more of a comfort and find what works for you, you know, I don't really know. I don't know for tips. Of
1: course. And yeah. are you working on anything new at the minute?
0: Loads, actually. There's loads yeah. of exciting bits. Yes yeah, you so, can tell us about. <laughs> well, yeah, no, like there's a new collection. So as I say, there's lots inspired by Japan, which is funny that now Tokyo has come about Um and sleepwear and that kind of, I suppose now the ultimate luxury I can see is to be able to sleep and chill out and have time to do those things seems to be the most luxurious thing you can do, you know, where everyone, everyone has traveled or, you know, there's people traveling all the time or, you know, those aspirational things that would have been to fly in a certain airline and all those things i feel like a lot of people have done it now so like to have that time to switch off and you know a tech detox and to get away from your phone for six hours to actually sleep or to be comfortable while you do it seems like with all the push for mental health and awareness and everything to have that time to kind of recharge and you know chill out seems like the ultimate luxury
1: yeah no, definitely mm. 100% and if people want to follow yourself do you want to give out social media handles or your website or anything
0: it's Ruben Avenue at yeah. Reuben Avenue Yep.
1: okay amazing thank you so much Super,
0: thank you FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan